I'm Yasi Salek, and I'm the host of Bandsplain, a show where we explain cult bands and iconic artists by going deep into their histories and discographies. We're back with a brand new season at our brand new home, the Ringer Podcast Network, tackling a whole new batch of artists, from grunge gods to power pop pioneers to new metal legends, and many, many more. Listen to new episodes every Thursday, only on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Welcome to You're Doing Amazing, Sweetie, a Kardashians recap show. This is episode six from season three. My name is Amelia Wedemeyer, and as always, I am joined by my wonderful co-host, Zach Peter. Zach, how are you doing? I'm doing amazing, sweetie. I just finished Chris Jenner's masterclass this morning. Oh, you did? I did. Oh my I paid God. for it. I watched it. Love it. What, I what did, did it so did that the anything? listeners wouldn't have to. <laughs> and we appreciate you for this. Okay, give me like a little rundown of this. I mean, it wasn't groundbreaking, I'll tell you that. I was expecting okay. a bit more. She's basically like, social media is great because you can hashtag things and track a campaign. And then you can see how oh. other people use those hashtags. Chris. And she's like, when naming your personal brand, it's really important to use your name, like Kylie Cosmetics. <laughs> Chris. Which is literally just her name, Kylie. She's like, or Skims by Kim. She's like, it has to have a personal touch to Are it. Are you kidding me? This is what she, then, you pay And for? then she low-key slides in, but it's also better because then it's harder for people to sue you because it's technically your name. Oh, okay. Well, I, that's a good which, point, which, I guess. I, which was, you know, a sound nugget of wisdom. I was like, well, okay, <laughs> exactly. there, you know, there you go, everybody. Just name your companies after yourself and then nobody can see you. And she's like an okay. 818 tequila. Like the area code was just so important to Kendall that it was so important that that's what she called the tequila brand, 818, because that's where she grew up. Oh, wow. I'm like, that's not an origin story. She didn't grow up in Uganda. And then this is like a tequila, you know, that originated from some wild plant in Uganda. Right. It's literally 818. Like, it's not like a unique area code. Like a lot right. of people that aren't even in the 818 have an 818 area code. <laughs> that's so, I mean, sure. I, I, she, 
I mean, I guess, you know, she And there were so many stuff, safely but... promotions, oh her gosh. cleaning brand. There were so many. They would be like, oh, and now we have a Q&A question from Scooter Bitch. in Calabasas. And yeah, Scooter, Scooter would Ron, like to yeah. know. And Scooter would like to know, you've built this brand safely. What is, you know, what do you think is an important mission statement? And she's like, you're right. I did build the brand safely. And an important mission statement, like with safely, is you need to make sure that it, it tells people what your company is about. Oh, my gosh. She's literally getting paid for this. That's I mean, she got that's paid a lot dream. of money. And then one of the courses was on fame. And okay. how, well, you know, fame is something that happens when you build a successful business and that her sure. family stays sane through the fame because they have each other. She loves I'm like, but that's not helpful that. to anybody. Like nobody's family is going to become the next Kardashians. Like that's not really applicable to be like, you need to keep yourself grounded. Yeah. And we're so glad that we all became famous together. I mean, <laughs> this is a masterclass for no one. But I mean... <laughs> She's trying. She uh, listen. If there's one thing Chris will do is take an opportunity, any opportunity to make cash. And, and listen, she did it. Yeah, she did. She made it. I'm gonna watch the Anna Winter one next because I feel like oh, Anna good. will give me, you know, some more Maybe practical some, tips. Yeah, sound information. Okay. Yeah. Well, but listen, Chris is a great marketer, right? She got me to subscribe. That's true. She did get you there. I will and um, learn about give her the that. value of a hashtag. <laughs> a value of a hashtag and where you can buy safely. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I would love to. Uh, yeah, if you use any of that uh, info that Chris has so wonderfully given you, please, please let us know. You know, in the following weeks. Oh, I will. Okay, good. Devin, make sure that we're, Amelia, when we post this on Instagram, make sure we hashtag it. You're okay. doing amazing, sweetie. Okay, will do. <laughs> that way we can then track it to see okay. how the campaign is doing. Oh, I love that. And maybe like tag Chris, you know, I'm. she seems like she knows what she's doing. She seems like she probably Googles her name. She probably searches <laughs> on Instagram a bunch. No, she says she doesn't. She's like, I don't know how oh. people have the time of day to read all the comments. Lies. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Well, I'm sure she's reading some of them and having her poor assistants, you know, filter the rest. So anyway. Okay. Let's quickly go through some Kardashians news. Kravis. They're having mm. a baby boy. Thoughts? Yay. Good for sure. them. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that Penelope probably won't beat up another nanny because of it. Can you imagine if they were having a little girl? Penelope would throw that child off of a cliff, the nearest yeah. cliff in Hidden Hills. Yeah. So, yeah, which also we were talking in our chat with producer Devin and she's got to be what it, if they found out the sex of the baby and like they had a gender reveal, she's got to be at least like four or five months. No, she's like 12 months pregnant. <laughs> Have you not seen her belly? <laughs> The, the bump the baby's is been cooking for a while. Out of control. The bump is I out of control. I think all the paparazzi pictures of people when they thought that she was pregnant two years ago, now we know they were true. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah, well, good for her. Good for Travis. Baby Kravis is coming pretty soon-ish. And then we also have Chloe. She celebrated her birthday on the 27th. So 
as of this recording yesterday, it was exciting because Rob broke his silence and posted mm. for her on Instagram, which I thought was really sweet. He's like really only done that for her. They seem really close. Uh, Kylie posted something and I also looked through her Instagram. She hadn't posted really anything for her other siblings. It's, it seems to me that Chloe might not be Chris's favorite, but she's definitely the sibling's favorite sibling. Like everyone's favorite. I don't favorite. get why she's not Chris's favorite. Because she doesn't make money like Kylie or Kim. I don't know why she doesn't make money though. Like she's the most relatable. She's yeah. changed herself. Like she's an entirely new person. When they were, Courtney was posting throwback pictures from when they did Courtney and Chloe take Miami. <laughs> and you Love see that. that Chloe and you're like, who is that woman? Who I is mean, Lamar's wife? Because stop. she is not Khloe Kardashian. I know. I know. No, she uh, definitely is not. Like not it's literally person. two people. We have Lamar's wife and then mm-hmm. Tristan's, Tristan's mistress. And these are the two <laughs> women that we now have. The two Chloe's that we have. A tale of two Chloe's. It's true. Um, but it's, you know, it's fascinating because we, I have. It's nice to see like growth. Chloe, but there's still like old elements of Chloe that like kind of peek through, which I love. And I feel like we're really getting that this season of the Kardashians. So, yeah. you know, I, I mean, Chloe used to be my favorite. I guess, you know, she might be my favorite again. I don't know. I think she lost a lot of people when she went through the Kristen stuff like three times. That's and that'll happen. I mean, fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me upwards of a dozen times. That's that's not that's on me. Sorry to say. And then. Oh, goodness. Kim, she, you know, people just she keeps doing this. She tweeted from the set of American Horror Story. Mm. She wrote, I'm on the set of AHS and we have some time between shows. What are you all up to? And then, you know, a bunch of writers tweeted back at her being like, oh, I'm picketing. Thanks. And and it's just they're like striking in our union, obviously, you know, uh, support for the Writers Guild. But it's just like, Kim, just think about it for two seconds. Think about it for two seconds. It's, I just no, you know, that's part of Chris Jenner's masterclass is you have to poll the audience. It's good to ask them questions and get feedback <laughs> from them, because then that's how you determine the next <laughs> Kylie Cosmetics lip color. I love the way you are spinning this. This is this is genius. And you <laughs> see, you did learn something from Chris's masterclass. There you go. <laughs> That's really funny. I mean, nothing I didn't know going in. Right. Well, it's just like the thing is, is like, you know, Kim is tone deaf. Water is wet. I mean, she's been through about a thousand of these uh, little instances. And it's just like at this point, I mean, what do you expect? You know? Yeah, at this point, like, I just come to expect that Kim is Kim and she's just going to be out of touch, even though she tried to go on that whole like rebrand tour about being like I was robbed and then things don't matter to me and I'm in touch with reality now. And then she's like, well, that's in the past. Now she's like, let's go to an island and celebrate my birthday in a pandemic. It's amazing. You know, she never she really (laughs) has a commitment to never learning. It's, uh, you know. It's amazing. I did love her new Skims drop today. The the leather, the black oh, leather the, one. Shot by uh, Stephen Klein. Yeah. It I doesn't seem very comfortable, but it looked great. Absolutely n- nothing about it seemed functional, but it looked cool. It looked cool for photos. And then I went to go look at it because they had all these men in the ads too. And they have mm. none of the men's that black is interesting. leather skin wear on the website. And I was like, why not? That's we'll see. That's why Tom Brady, that's where Tom Brady comes in. Exactly. Just saying. 
Also on Tone Deaf News, Kendall, she did a Wall Street Journal. We mentioned it last podcast, but she did a little Wall Street Journal interview. And one of the quotes is verbatim. I considered myself one of the luckiest people on the planet to be able to live the life that I live, she said. But I do not think that it's challenging for me a lot. But I do think it's challenging for me a lot more than it's not. Okay. All right. Kendall. Kendall, Kendall, Kendall. Once again, you should have just sat there and drank your diet Pepsi. It's just... (laughs) She she constantly does it. Kim does this... So does Kendall. Like they are, those two are probably two of the most tone deaf people and they never learn their lesson. Either of them. It's, it's just, it's remarkable at this point, you know? Yeah, it really is. Oh, producer Devin said, where's the masterclass on that? Truly, where is it? How to be extremely tone deaf in today's society taught by Kendall and Kim. I mean, who wouldn't want to listen to that? Everybody take a shot of 818 tequila. Exactly. Um, And then we have a quick Skims update. Skims is coming to a street in Los Angeles and New York City near you in 2024. So they're opening their first brick and mortar stores. So congrats, they've done like the pop-ups. I like how they spin all of this into like, this is the first time ever. Exactly. And you know, that's Chris. You know, that's Chris working behind the scenes. Well, yeah, because I just watched her masterclass where (laughs) she's like, let me take you to Europe and show you the storefronts of Skims. And here's the store from Kylie Cosmetics. Oh, my God. They took the whole wall. Like, yeah, you paid for that wall. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you did pay for it. I know. It's like she's like, what? It's the whole wall. I'm like, yeah, I know. That's what you pay for. Like the grocery stores, they pay for the the shelf space is is wild. But uh, alas. You know, that's the Kardashians and that's that's why we love them. Um, okay, let's dig into the recap for the tension is brewing. Um, so we start off, Kim, she's she's back in America from Milan. She's at the DMV and she's brought along her hairstylist, Chris Appleton and Ariel, who is her makeup artist. And they're there to help her get ready for this. I found it funny that Ariel called her out for putting five, three and a half on her driver's license. And he's like, in your dreams, you're five, three and a half. Kimberly, you're five, two, which I was like, you know, they're good friends when he can call her out like that. So I thought that was sweet. I also found it interesting when she turned around to walk towards the driver's license booth, her ass continues to confuse me. It is big but her her thighs are so teeny that's like how you know she's gotten work done because no one's body works that way it's body it's all like cool sculpting right or the body (laughs) shaping where they just like move the fat around and like give you like more of a butt and stuff i mean uh, i guess in their head they're like but it's not plastic surgery because i didn't go under the knife it was a laser okay Okay. But it's like, but it, it's still body manipulation. Thank you. It is. Exactly. Because like literally, I mean, you can have a big butt, but your thighs don't, it doesn't work that way. And so it's so frustrating, frustrating when they're like, no, I'm natural. I'm like, no, no, you're not. But okay, fine. Whatever. I just need to get that out of the way because it was really egregious in this scene. And then I love how Blanca, who is the DMV assistant, assistant lady, who was so sweet. 
She like lets them come in. She lets them take two photos, which they never let you do that. They never let you take two photos. That is bullshit. I need it. Who do I uh, right? pay to get a second DMV photo? Because they always take the worst shot of you and the worst angle and you don't get to crop it and add additional lighting and yeah. have hair and makeup available. No. No, I mean, some people have like their eyes closed, you know, so it's like this is this is so insane. This is like what a flex. Um, And I I did think it was funny that Blanca was like, now I'm going to need you to do your 25 question knowledge test. And she's like, I'm kidding. I was like, oh, that was that was fun. I like you, Blanca. Yeah. Kim gets overall approval. They ask if they can airdrop the photo, which I'm just and Blanca, of course, is like, we don't have that technology like yeah no no shit she doesn't it's just like like, this is the dmv our technology is still from 1998 like we haven't updated it like no we cannot airdrop it right we don't have the money i have a pc with the whole back behind the screen truly and the box on the side remember that the computer had the big old thing behind it and then i had the big giant box down below it that's those are the computers that they have at the dmv still legitimately the floppy floppy disks and it was just like this is she's like here's your here's your your photo kim it's on the floppy disk exactly and then you know they take another photo which looks exactly like the first one i didn't get what was wrong with the first one there was nothing wrong with it i just think they i don't know they wanted options which is just so stupid because they're so used to it you know if there's ever a day where I can tone deafly, just shut down the DMV and come and redo my own photos, Wouldn't my own amazing? hair and makeup people, you know what? I aspire to live that life someday. You aspire to that level. Don't we all? Exactly. That level of delusion and out of touch <laughs> reality that the I get to film delusion. on a, on for Hulu on a, on a show with that big of a budget where they can play a full Beyonce song just to open up the season. Exactly. And it's interesting. I'm sure you know how page six and other outlets always take a few uh, nuggets from the show. Like I know as a fact, because I check page six every day, they always after the show drops, they always take like at least one or two um, little pieces of information and put it into an article. This will definitely make page six. And I assume other outlets just because it is again, it's tone deaf. And I don't know, they thought it was cute. That she got to Kim shut Kardashian down the DMV. <laughs> shuts down the DMV to take her photo. To take two photos. Exactly. And then I thought it was interesting. We get the quote from Kim. First is the worst. Second is the best. That's why I'm the second child. So once again, the Kim versus Courtney narrative, which leads Dig us. The shade. The shade. It leads us to Chloe visiting Courtney and Simon for a, let me, I think, set up photo shoot. Chloe comes in and Courtney appears. And Chloe urges Courtney to talk to Kim. And Courtney, you know, she's on her sad tour of feel bad for me, my wedding, my wedding. Courtney thinks that if Kim actually felt bad, she would reach out. And Chloe's like, well, to my understanding, Kim did reach out. And Courtney was like, no, that's not true. That's false. And it's just like, once again, we get the whole narrative of how they've been competitive because they're 18 months apart. They talk about something called Christmas Gate or Christmas light gate, which uh, apparently Courtney hung up some Christmas lights in her entryway. And she didn't realize that Kim did something similar. And I guess Kim got angry 
And Chloe was like, oh, oh, it was a thing. Because Simon was like, wait, that was a thing? And Chloe was like, oh. Do you not remember that on Keeping Up with the Kardashians? They did the whole Christmas special. Oh, my God. Kim like freaked out because then Chris tried to steal her wrapping and she's like, nobody in this family is original. Devin has to remember. Devin, I know you God. remember this Christmas fight with the lights and then the the black ribbon, remember, for the Christmas presents. And Chris is like, I want the black ribbon. And she's like, you can't do the black ribbon. I've already done the black ribbon. Nobody in this family is original. Everybody just copies everything that I do. Uh, and then she's like, Courtney, I know you were wrong because the designer told me that you sent them a picture of my house with the lights out in front of my house. Oh, my gosh. OK, well, that's See, Devin, uh, Devin can back me up. <laughs> no, I, I believe you. This is when I stopped watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. But I fully believe you. And it's just like well, I, I can't with these people sometimes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we, we do get another like whole. Uh, originality like that is that is a reoccurring theme of these women they're like originality over anything else um which okay whatever anyway uh courtney is upset obviously we know uh because it was her wedding and she didn't feel supported and she talks about how is it free for all there was no decency to ask her blah blah it's just like i'm so sick of this i'm so sick of this i don't know Well, especially because I think Courtney just kind of lives in her own world where Kim's like, I did talk to you. Kim's like, I invited you to the show, you and Travis. You guys didn't post the shirt because you didn't want to support it. How did you not know that this was happening? You literally said you weren't posting the shirt on social media, which I don't remember any of them posting the shirt. Neither do I. It must have been a story. That's what I'm assuming. All their stories are just, look what I got in the mail today. Here's a PR box. Yes. Here's another PR box. Here's another PR box. Skim campaign. Here's the PR box. 818 tequila. So true. Here's a yeah. gumball machine from Lemmy Gummies. We deserve the gumball machine. Uh, yeah. Same. And then we also, I love the return of the giant health nut salad that Chloe was eating. I was like, oh, mm. the salad. Love those salads. Now I want a salad. Thank you, Amelia. <laughs> and then this also was telling. Chloe says... I recently learned there was something wrong when Courtney cried to me in Milan. She called me to say hi to me and ask about me. And Courtney, like in disbelief, was like, me? As if like she she knows that she would never ask someone else about themselves, which I thought was funny because like you're saying, she lives in her own little world. She's so talk about like there are different levels of delusion in this family. And Courtney also has a different type of delusion. But anyway, they go on to talk about how they're not complete psychopaths because they check each other from time to time. I, I mean, what is there to say? They do check each other, but I prefer when they're like beating each other and leaving makeup streaks all over the walls. Me too. Nails. I want to see nails dug into skin. With that freshly. That's a great way to promote freshly moving forward is to have Chloe safely, spray freshly safely. on the walls. Safely, safely. How dare I keep calling you? It freshly. <laughs> that would be good. See, yeah. that, clearly the marketing wasn't that effective if I keep calling it the wrong. Yeah, exactly. God, Chris, get it together. And then that scene ends, which again, I just like, I'm so over this, like, whatever. I just want, like you're saying, I just want them to like be in a physical fight or something. You know what I mean? Like, let, let's get well, to I the cage match. The annoying part is Courtney keeps dragging it out. Whereas I'm like, let's exactly. have the conversation. Let's, the let's just address com- it head on, hash it out, work exactly. through it or not. But like the more Courtney delays the conversation, like you then feel the fatigue of Simon and Chloe as an yes. audience member. You're like, oh my God, like just talk about it already. And she's like, I'm not ready to talk about it. But it's like, but why? Exactly. She puts up these like 
fake excuses or she's like, well, she was in Italy. And then like, I don't know, I was like kissing Travis. And it's just like, oh my God. It's oh just my who God. she is at her core. It's about the money. I just, can you, if you were Courtney's therapist, what would you do? Jump oh my off a God. bridge? I mean. I hate Courtney's therapist because Courtney, <laughs> Courtney became this because of her therapist. That's so true. That's a great point. That's a great point. I love that she's always like, it's not about money. Like, remember the last oh time God. she was in a fight with Chloe and Kim and she's like, you guys just prioritize money, but like you can't take money when you die. And they're just like, where are you getting these Instagram quotes from? Like, do you know who you're talking? Like, what is this? Like, don't use your therapist workshop worksheet on us right now. Right. She listened to like one Brene Brown episode and is like, I like really know stuff now. You can't take all of this when we die, you guys. Kim's like, watch me. Yeah, truly. Well, we already know she's she's taking her mom's bones when she dies. So then... We get a little interlude of Chloe discussing Kim's birthday plans with Tracy Romulus. And they plan to scoop up Kim, take her to Vegas for the night, and they will see the Usher show and then go back home. Great. Nothing much to say there. So let's move on to the Chris visiting Kim. This was kind of dark. Did you think this was a little bit of a dark conversation? Kind of? No? Kind of. Yeah. Interestingly enough, judging by Kim's roots, this conversation had to have happened months after her DMV photo shoot, right? I mean, the roots do grow pretty fast. I mean, I wouldn't say maybe a couple of maybe I would say week. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It's so hard because all of it's so clipped out because this is technically what's supposed to be right after she came back from Europe, which is when her roots were the most overgrown. And then she went back to dark. So the timeline of her hair is always so confusing to me. And that's how, you know, none of it ever airs in order. That is such a good point. I'm you know what? Now that you have said that about Europe, I forgot. She probably filmed the DMV thing. That's after. Wait, no, way before this. Europe. You think? Because look at her roots at the DMV. Like that's a good route. I would say that's like maybe like a solid, maybe like a seven possible or like I, uh, a seven week route is what she had at the DMV R- in I Europe. That was like a like a twelve week route that I she was she rocking. Was pretty. Like, I didn't see a lot of root at the DMV. No, that's why it's not. That's what I'm saying. The DMV was filmed, had to have been filmed before she went to Europe because the okay. root was a lot smaller. Whereas in Europe, she had a much longer grown out root. Okay. Okay. So the, the DMV. This, for, for this to be the episode right after, it. It, it, this had to have been way out of order. So <sighs> the scene just... with Chris, I mean, who knows when that could have been? Because I also remember her going back to her dark hair right after Europe, right after the Chow right. Kim show. She had it super grown out and then she went back to dark. So at this point in real time, but then her birthday, I don't know. It's, it's so confusing. confusing. Well, she had dark hair. Wait, no, she didn't. She had, she had light hair for the birthday because we just, well, yeah. And then, yeah, but she's and back to dark. And it was a much dark. smaller room. Right. And it's back now. Currently, it's dark, right? Yes. Okay. Sorry. That was a tangent. Anyway, Chris visits Kim. Kim's wearing a giant sweatshirt. They discuss Kim turning 42. 
they talk about being blessed with a giant Brady Bunch family that loves to hang out with each other. And we get this whole thing. Like, we've been getting this narrative this season, which is fine. I, I get it. But it's a little, again, it's a little tiring because it's like we've had this conversation like 20 times already. But Chris talks about how she has a lot of guilt for building this wonderful life because shitty things can happen too. She's like, we've built a wonderful life for ourselves, but I feel like it can also be a curse. And it's just, oh my God. Again, it's the ongoing discourse of wonderful life, yet shitty things happen to us. And it's like, yeah, Chris, that's called life. That's literally called life. Like you are not the only one who experiences this. Literally every single person on this planet does. It's just, I don't get, I don't understand why we have to continue talking about this. It's like, can we just do one and have it be done? and never bring us back ever again. I mean, I agree. It's kind of the same thing that we've gone through with them over and over and over again. Exactly. And Chris talks about like, she's like, the haters are just so brutal sometimes. And she, like I said, she feels bad that she brought this element into their lives. And she's like, it just weighs heavy on my heart sometimes. And she's like, we get blamed for everything. You know what it is, Amelia? What? Wigs. Wait, who's wearing a wig? Kim? Can't. I'm looking at the photo. I'm like, I'm like, I need to figure this out. Wait. And the root that she has at the Dolce show <laughs> was way Sorry. overgrown. And I remember when they were putting her extensions in Wait. that she had really, really brassy blonde hair that okay. they were putting in so many extensions to make it look like that bright. Like, so I'm like, at that point in her root, her color should not be that fresh, but it was because it was all fake hair. And then a couple oh, weeks God. after is when she supposedly so- celebrated her birthday. And it's a smaller root root but it's not like a fresh blonde root so this is i think she's wearing a wig at her birthday this episode is brought to you by pure leaf iced tea go beyond reality with new pure leaf blackberry iced tea and discover a very delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor a world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by Rakuten. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including headliners, Ulta, Ray-Ban, and Canon. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals during Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th. The cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for Adidas and Fenty. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. 
Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. She is? Yes. I believe that is a wig. Trust me, I've learned so much about this and how much Kim wears wigs all the time now. Does she? I am so bad with knowing whether or not people are wearing wigs. I'm so like you have to show me like. Well, that's because wigs now are so good. Yeah, they are so good. But even like I will get fooled by people with extensions unless they like you remember that one red carpet where Angelina Jolie, she had like the extensions and you could clearly see they were extensions because it was like the layers. They were like clearly it was just like, no. But what? Oh, that's yeah. all to say that this is shocking technology now. And I, I I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Better technology than the DMV. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At least they have that. Interesting. OK, well, I believe it anyway. Sorry. OK, the, another. But I'm glad we got that solved. Chris. She's like, we get blamed for everything. And Kim, again, brings up the whole Tristan cheating thing. She's like, it's Chloe's fault. Tristan's cheating, you know? And Chris is like, or if he lost a basketball game. And it's just like, okay, how many times do we have to go through this conversation with you guys? Because it's it's not Chloe's fault that Tristan's cheating, but it's Chloe's fault that she continues to stand by him and fucking and enable his this- bad behavior. Exactly. It's like, listen, I don't... I can't imagine how hard it is to share two children with this monster but at some point you gotta have respect for yourself you know what i mean yeah there should have never been a second oh my god it's so bad it's bad it's bad um but again they try to get that little narrative out once more and it's just like okay we're smarter than you think you guys um and then chris has to fucking bring up the fact that kim was robbed and tied up in a bathtub in paris uh and she's like Do you remember when you were robbed in Paris? I remember when you said, thank God it happened to me. If it had happened to anyone else, they wouldn't have survived. I'm like, oh my God, this is so dark. I don't like, I don't watch reality TV to to listen to you re-talk about this severely traumatic moment. I mean, that's horrible. And I don't want to, I just like, do we have to listen to this? Oh my gosh. We have to remember that she was robbed at gunpoint and she's the strongest of all the Kardashians strongest because we have to remind alive. everybody that Courtney's not as strong as Kim. That's okay. That You know what? I take back everything <laughs> I said. We do need it for that narrative purpose. <laughs> Which is the overarching story. Like, like you have exactly. to tie it back. Like, what are the nuggets that they're trying to drop in each scene? Oh That's yeah, so Courtney true. is weak. Courtney is weak. She could have never handled anything that Kim has handled. And that's where we get Kim's birthday dinner. And we get more of the ass kissing. Courtney shows up and she's like, of course, I'm going to celebrate my sister, which, you know, thank you. Thank you. Was she, though, or was she just like contractually obligated to show up to the family event to collect her paycheck? I think that for sure. But I also feel like she she just does these things as kind of like ammunition later on to kind of be like, well, I went to your birthday. Okay. I still supported you. Just kind of like pad her own case. To me, it's not about money. Oh my God. Really? Courtney? Okay. When she loves money, like Courtney loves money. She spends so much money on like her decor and stuff. Like she wouldn't have any of that if Kim didn't buy her a career. Exactly. And you know what? I watched Penelope's TikToks. I know what she lets her daughter do what she lets her daughter buy. And it's a lot of nice stuff. That being said, I do. I did enjoy the cute moment between Kylie and Chloe. Did you see that? Where Kylie was like, you look gorgeous. And then they were like, eh. I thought that was cute. I don't know. I was like, oh, two sisters. I like Kylie and Chloe's friendship. They always Me have like too. a cute bond. 
I know. Did you see the the post that she did for Chloe's birthday was cute. It was like old photo booth, Mac photo booth photos. I was like, oh, that's sweet. Your old face, your first face. <laughs> Both of them. Both this year. All three of them because Kendall was in it too. I didn't realize how much plastic surgery Kendall had. Think, did you? Yeah, my story that I had where I was like, no, I, oh, I literally God. had no idea. Yeah. Until, was it you or was it Devin? Someone mentioned something, or maybe I saw something on Instagram. There was something about Kendall, like getting a new face. And then I finally looked up the photos and she got a nose job. She got a brow lift. Like she has a whole new face. Okay. Someone asked me on my Instagram, they were like, rank the Kardashians by most work they've had. And I was like, okay, well, clearly like Chloe yes, and Kim. Yes. Chris, obviously, because she's like in her 60s and she is like, I want to look young forever. But then I said, you know what? Sneaky enough, Kendall, if you look at old photos of Kendall, which listen, I understand you can, you have a different face as a child. You grow into your face. But even when she was like an older teen into her like early 20s, completely different face which whatever, do whatever you want with money. But like, she's clearly had lip filler. She's clearly had a nose job. And I think she's definitely had the, the brow lift, like the fox eye lift. She's definitely had the lift. Thank you. And people loved and they love to say like, she's natural. She's the most natural. No, she's not. No, she's not. She's just had the subtle little tweaks done. Exactly. Whereas Kim and Chloe, I think have had bigger procedures done. Yes. And I also think Chloe has lost a decent amount of weight and that will change your face too. Yeah. Aging and weight loss definitely change your face a lot. Yes. And I think that that's really underrated when it comes to like people, like when they show photos of women in their forties and they're like, look at how she used to look when she was 22. She's had work done. It's like, no, she's a woman now. (laughs) She's, she's a woman now. Yeah, exactly. And then we get Kim talking to her producer saying that she knows the plan for her surprise birthday after this birthday dinner and she's like i'm a good actress call me hollywood and which is like oh planting the little seeds for american horror story nice one it all ties back and then chris of course does a toast and she says about kim you're pretty much the leader of our family and then we cut to kravis and Travis looks pissed off and Courtney gives this little like, "Mm, okay, sly look on her face. And I was like, okay, all right. Interesting. Interesting. Who the matriarch of this family will be once Chris passes. Well, Courtney swears they're not her family anymore. (laughs) She picks and chooses when she's a Kardashian. That's so true. Much like Kendall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who never identified as a Kardashian. Babe. (sighs) Shut like, up. Because well, you never were. You like, never you were. Just, you and... have to thank the Kardashians for giving you a career. Exactly. Listen, uh, she annoys me. Anyway, then we get to Kim's surprise birthday party. And they I thought they took Kim air, but I was looking. Same. Yeah. And page six said that they took Kylie air to Vegas. So this is Kylie's fault uh, that, no, I'm kidding. But they take Kylie. No, Kylie didn't even show up. She didn't even show up. I was like, wow, okay. Uh, Like, here's my contribution, take my plane. Exactly. So they fly out for the Usher concert, but there's a bunch of turbulence. So they can't land. So they have to go swing back to LA, which is just like, oh my God, like you people, I just like. Do you remember when we covered this last season when it like was breaking in real time and we were talking about how they were stuck in the air and now we actually got to see it all play out. Right. They're like, I don't want to die. 
so then they land and then they're like, let's go to In-N-Out. And so they go to In-N-Out, which personally, I think In-N-Out is overrated. Sorry. I'm sorry. Do you like In-N-Out? I love In-N-Out. I love okay. those styrofoam fries. <laughs> well, see, I think being from the Midwest, we have a bunch of fast food places, like just like, so I've had every single fast food and I'm just like, listen, I've had better burgers. Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, Chris then tries to give Chloe $300 for like burgers for what at most 10 people, which is just insane. And I'm just like, you have no concept of money. It's just ah, this whole entire. Because in her mind, she's like, $300 is a good cheap dinner yeah. at like a good restaurant. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. These people, it's just like, God, sometimes they reel me back in with the drama and then like the relatability just, you know, as much as they can be. But then I'm out again because it's like $300 for burgers. Are you kidding me? Anyway, Kim says it's her vegan cheat meal. But Kim, that's not how veganism works. I hate that she calls herself a vegan. And also you wear leather, so you can't be a vegan. Whatever. It's fine. I'm. It's just that annoys me. I'm sorry. It annoys me. Um, and that's where we end, kind of. So uh, thoughts overall on this episode? Not that great. Like, it was okay. It was cute. Like, we had some cute moments, but I I really thought we were going to finally get the Courtney versus Kim confrontation, and I feel like we're dragging <sighs> that out we, a bit. Yes. I feel like we're not going to get that until, like, the end. Like, the end I of the season. Not. <laughs> but that's what we were... That's what it was like last season. We're like, I hope we don't drag... Remember, they dra- yes. we thought that the finale had to be the wedding and the yes. pee breakup, and then we get to the finale, and we got neither of those. Right. But they dragged us... That's what they led us up to, and they- then we were left with nothing. And I was just like, okay, all right, I see you. Um, Yeah, you know, I wouldn't say it was, like... Because I feel like the last episode was so freaking good. Yes. The last two, I think, were really good. Were really good. That this one was underwhelming. But still better than the crap we got uh, season two. So... I agree. But I think it was mostly underwhelming because like we talked about last week, how the episode was so good that we wanted to watch the next episode. So we immediately jumped into the next episode only to realize it wasn't as good as the last episode. Exactly. And they tricked us once again, as they are wont to do. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm hoping next episode is good. I mean, you know, I'll listen. I think that's finally the sit down between Courtney and Kim, right? I think so i'm praying i mean it better be listen i if they don't give us that i will actually be pissed off and we'll write a disgruntled letter to hulu so anyway um okay let's move on to our superlatives slash awards for this week let's bring on our producer devin and um mvp zach who was your mvp i mean uh... I guess Kim, because she had the most airtime this season. Yeah. I mean, this this episode, <laughs> this week she had, yeah. it was all about Kim. So it's hard to say that anybody else could have filled in for the MVP. Like we didn't even get enough of Chloe this week. That's So we're just going to, it's Kim by default. That is exactly how I feel. I just, I, based on, I think I was kind of basing it off of like just the entirety of the season so far. I was like, you know what, just Kim, because once again, she's, She's giving it, uh, you know, she's being vulnerable when she can. And uh, we have the most scenes with her this week. So Kim, I guess. By yeah, default. it was her birthday. It was. I mean, it was her birthday. So and she fooled them all. Nobody knew that she knew that <gasps> she was going actress. to Vegas. Give her the Emmy 
That's now. how she landed the role of American Horror Story. That was her <laughs> casting tape. That they that was her audition. That they that Tracy sent to Ryan Murphy. Exactly. Devin, did you have an MVP? Chris Jenner. For do, for doing the bare minimum mm. and still collecting a check. For doing the bare minimum. I was going to say, why? No, Kim has me off this the episode, guys. And I just think, I hate when Kim is delusional. And yeah. I, hate, I hate when Kim is delusional because we have the same birthday. And then it reflects so poorly on me. Because mm. then people are like, oh, you're like Kim Kardashian. And I would just like to clarify that I am not that delusional. And I, I only had them take my photo once at the DMV. I just nailed it the first time, honey. Nailed it there the first go, time. There you go, people. Exactly. But was that your no. choice? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, you know, that's okay. Oh, Kim. Uh, Kim, Kim, Kim. Kimmy. Kim's always going to be Kim. She, that is one. Yeah. You know what? She yeah. will At least she's be consistent. Kim. At least she's, she's got that going for her. Okay. Biggest flex of the week. Zach, what was your biggest flex? The the DMV, like literally, like I can shut down the DMV because only peasants have to make appointments. I get a whole day just to myself. And I two make employees photos. stay. Yeah, exactly. And I get to retake my photo and I have a glam squad on the scene and I get to walk behind the counter and approve it. Yeah, that was wild. But also, like, I love how the family's like, we can check each other and we make right. sure we don't let each other no. go too far. Lies. And then you have, like, Chris Appleton and Ariel that are just, like, pumping yeah. her up and making her worse. It's so true. Yeah, I mean, that and just the fact that there's, they, everybody, I feel like, in that family has a plane. It's like, if you can, you're yes. not flying coach, yes. you're not even flying first class, you have your own plane that you can land to go to in and out and then take your ass to the DMV. I mean, the whole, that, right. That to me is a flex. You're not paying for airfare. Completely. Completely. Well, it's really only Kylie and Kim that have a plane. Because I remember Chloe and like her podcast interview last year was like, I'm not rich enough Fair. to have my own plane. But she, but she, but she can use the plane. some work. <laughs> Get on your ass some work. work. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. Okay. Luckiest person of the week. Zach, do you have a luckiest person? Luckiest person of the week was probably the woman <laughs> at the DMV Blanca. who got to give her little jokes. She, she got to have jokes. her camera time. Yeah. She got to meet Kim Kardashian. She got to earn her overtime money. She was praised by Chris Appleton. That's exciting. Yeah. 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 I get that. I would say those fucking twins. Those two yes. twins that are Ugh. like, listen. Matt and Liv. Yeah. They're not twins. They're cousins. But uh, sorry. I just, they, I think that anyway i just you are so lucky you got to be friends with kim before she became super mega rich famous kim because otherwise you'd be doing fucking gummy bear hair ads for the rest of your lives oh like, my god it's tbt no gummy bear hair fuck out they would be, yeah otherwise they would be food <laughs> oh, god oh food god, god. Uh, literally yeah what happened? I can food tell God? you because I'm because I'm that. fascinated by Jonathan Cheban or Cheban, whatever the fuck his name is. So <laughs> the interesting thing about Food God, do you remember? I think Kim went to the opening of one of them, the Burger I Am or Burger I'm, that was like a chain that that Food God was a part of. He started. Yeah. Oh, he started it was everywhere. Oh, they were yeah. opening up everywhere. They've all closed and all failed. He made no money off of that. 
So food god, <laughs> so food god sorry, is sorry. just on Instagram doing like weird big food hack videos where he goes to places and tries like outrageous pizzas or like giant sundays with gold on them. Like man has no career and hasn't been I I haven't seen him and Kim do anything in a minute. I don't even think they're friends. Yeah. I not That's since like the opening. What burger was his I'm, burger joint? Burger M? Burger I M? I don't know. And that was like his big burger claim M? to fame. But like it was like what? Just like special. I think they were like mini burgers, burgers that you could Yikes. create or so. I don't know. I I had no in. I never liked oh, him. Gosh. I had no interest in it. So I didn't do my research. But let me tell you what he's not doing is he doesn't have a he doesn't have ten Dave's hot chickens. So who's doing better, Chris Humphreys or John or Food God? <laughs> Damn, uh, that's there such we a good go. point. That is such a good point, Devin. How did Chris Humphreys like? Like he like just fell into that and like. <laughs> Sorry, it's so bizarre to me. Well, but because poor Food God, his dad owns like five guys around the Twin Cities, so that's why Chris he he, he was raised by an entrepreneur, if you will. Yeah. Okay. So sorry. So Food God is your luckiest person of the week, Devin? No, no? I don't even know how we got to food. Oh, well, they the 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 cousins are not are no longer. <laughs> sorry. We're all over the place. Oh, oh, because you said you yes. said Nat and Liv oh, were the right, and I said they're right. the new food god. Sorry, everybody yeah. on that show is lucky. You're like in the vicinity. You're in well, the vicinity that's a great of point. fame. Everybody is lucky. There's no, I would say no one is more lucky at this point yeah. because they're all still richer than I am and <laughs> striving to levels of delusion that I, I could only aspire to have, you know? <laughs> right. yeah, exactly. Well, Corny wasn't very lucky. She was kicked out of wow. the matriarch role. Oof. Tough. Tough for her. Oh, Lord. Okay. That is true. But let's move on to most likely to be locked up in Chris's forgotten Beverly Hills condo. Zach, who who is most likely to? This week, probably Courtney, because she's not Damn. she's Damn. not giving anything and she's not like she's causing family <laughs> drama well, that is unnecessary because everybody knows wrong. that Kim is the matriarch and how do, how dare Courtney defy that. So awkward. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? I switched mine to yours because I thought I took this kind of literal because I was like, oh, there's not a lot of Kylie this happens out. But you're right. You're right. Courtney, you're going to get locked in that forgotten condo. So just watch it, Devin. Uh, well, I yours? took it literally, too. And I was like, well, it's got to be Scott this week. Scott's done his. <laughs> Scott showed up. Oh, he paid shit. his dues. And then we said, we don't need there. any more of you. Go Scott. back to the closet. Back to the <gasps> condo. Oh, my God. The yeah. girls are fighting. He's go. sitting there with MJ, probably drinking Damn. champagne or something from one of <gasps> Chris's five oh. fridges that she doesn't know about. So, oh my and God, Jonathan's Jonathan. in there. It's now. like everybody, they're like they're little cast members. Yeah. And when it's their turn, they get Damn. pulled out to come make an appearance. It's so true. It's so true. Did we ever get Food God on the Kardashians, or we no. only got him on Keeping if, Up? Yeah, I think. I think Didn't he we get might him like season, season one? one? But I, it's been oh. such a long time since he's been in the ether of the really Kardashians. I haven't seen. I'm trying to think. He wasn't at Courtney's wedding. Man, he just eats. 
a lot. He does, of, like, yeah. Strange foods. Well, that's that's the whole persona being food god. I don't know. I. I mean, and you look yes. disgusted. Okay, well, on that note, thank you guys for listening to our recap of the sixth episode of Keeping Up. Or, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, of The Kardashians. This is not <laughs> Keeping Up. But damn, it feels like it sometimes. Thank you so much oh, the to, this episode. to my co-host, Zach Peter. Thank you so much to our producer, Devin Ronaldo. I'm Amelia Wedemeyer, and we will be back here to recap it all again next week. 